This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the second hour of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with your hosts, Danny Bush and me, Tom Neubauer. Greg Janik on the boards, 799-1250 is the phone number if you have any questions or comments. We come to you live every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m., so if, some, from 6 to 8 a.m., so if you want, call your friends up, wake them up, and say, hey, turn on the radio, listen to these yahoos over here. Yeah, but, listen to these lot yahoos, yahoos there. Hey, they'll wake you up in the morning with some stories. Yeah. Now, uh, I, we, you know, we told everybody about the passing of John Lehman this yep. past week and the funeral and all that. So, if you know, people are just tuning in. We're inviting you, uh, if you'd like to, folks. Uh, if you got a nice John Lehman story you'd like to remember him by, that's fine. That's I got cool. to. I got to grab call. something out of my truck, Tom, and show Uh-oh. you. Can you talk to Greg here yeah, for a minute? Yeah, I okay. Can. <laughs> okay, I'll be right back. You're a radio guy. You can talk, right? I'll be right back. <laughs> Danny didn't think of that earlier. <laughs> now he's going to run out Sorry, now. Tom. All right. <laughs> you know, Greg, sometimes you just never know what's going to go on in this show. Uh, That's why it's called the maybe, crazy train. Maybe we should have, nah, I was just going to say, maybe we should have some pre-production meetings, but nah, we're not going to. We're not going to change the format now. Anyway, 799-1250 is the phone number here if you, you know, want to make a question, got a question or make a comment. uh you know, feel free. Um, and like I said, we, we told you earlier about the passing of John Lehman. Uh, the guy was like an unfiltered institution in, in the bait shop industry and, of course, on the radio here. So who do you got on the line, Greg? We have Ron from New Berlin. Okay. Good morning, Ron from New Berlin. How you doing today? Good morning, Tom. Good. Pretty good. Say, do you fellows have any of those early tapes that you could play part of? Well, you know what? We well, Can you turn down your radio? We, we're getting uh, the... Yeah. So talking back. Oh, All right. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's kind of hard to find those. Right? Greg is going to find a uh, an opening with John laughing and welcoming everybody on the crazy train, and then of course his send off message was always "God bless, stay free." You're right. So Greg is going to find that, and we will be opening the show with that and closing the show with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, trying to find some of that older stuff is, is hard because you got to look way back and run the tapes through and all that. It, 
it's 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 time consuming is what it is to find oh, yeah. the stuff you know so I figured if yeah if that. greg if greg has the time and he wants to look through some of that stuff and find some funny john quips he yeah, will right. yeah yeah exactly kind of like the one me and danny were talking about earlier uh we were talking about it tuesday at the funeral when john said uh well, he came out one time and said, uh, lacrosse is uh, Canada's number one sport. And I said, oh, I thought it was hockey. He's, no, not by a long shot. <laughs> he goes, no, not even close. Yeah, that's it. Not even close. That was a classic. But what John really meant, see, see what he says and what he means are two different things. And What do you mean, Tom? He, he meant that lacrosse was their national pastime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of like pay, baseball is our national pastime in the, the U.S. But it's not the biggest sport. It's NFL biggest, football. It, correct. Exactly. Okay, good comparison. So, all right. Well, thanks yeah. for calling, Ron. Sure. Bye now. Take care, Ron. Uh, see, what did you bring in with you? Uh, turkey uh, feathers. I have matched wits with the wily turkey <laughs> and come out victorious. I crawled on my hands and knees for 50 yards. <laughs> Who are you talking like? Who's that supposed to be? The turkey master. Oh. Yes, uh, indeed. I have matched wits with the wily turkey. And come on, I blasted one two nights ago, Tom. You my did. first turkey ever. Fantastic. That's the wing in my hand right here. Yeah, I'll tell you the story. I went up uh, after John's funeral Tuesday. I drove up Wednesday. And uh, I went and sat out uh, on a field where the, the turkeys had been coming out, but I didn't get out till later in the afternoon. And, yeah. and the turkeys were already on the field and they ran away and never came out. Well, then right before dark, I thought, well, I'll take a walk in the woods and maybe I'll scare up a turkey, and that didn't work. So the next day I bow hunted, and uh, I uh, actually uh, had a deer come about 50 yards away, but it was a little too far, didn't get a shot. So after four hours in the deer stand, I climbed down. I thought, I'm going to get out early and wait for those wily turkeys. So I went and sat on the field for about four hours, all afternoon. Yeah. And it got to about quarter after four, and I thought, there ain't no dang turkey going to come out on this field. God bless it. They were here everywhere during deer season. So I thought, well, I walked back to the truck. and It, I was, it was cold, man. And uh, windy, wind, howling wind up to 20, 30 miles an hour. And uh, I took the turkey loads out of the shotgun, threw a couple pheasant loads in, and I thought, you know, I'm going to go walk down by the creek and maybe I'll flush a pheasant. And if I get close enough, I might blast, you know, sometimes those turkeys hang down by the creek. So I'm walking along, and I look past the creek. I go in a couple hundred yards through the marsh, and I look, and I see these little brown, like they look like rocks Mm -hmm. in this field, right? Right. And I thought, are those Hungarian partridge? Because years ago, I used to remember when you'd see Hungarian partridge in field? They're practically gone now. And I looked and realized, those are much bigger than Hungarian partridge. It's turkeys. So there's a bunch of turkeys in this field. So now they're about 100 yards away, and I thought, okay, uh, what do I got to do? Well... I had to cross a fence. I'd have to wade through a creek and then crawl on my hands and knees for about another 50 yards. And I'm measuring it, and I'm thinking, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. 58 years old. I'm not young anymore. I'm not going to be. And then finally I thought, no guts, no glory. So I went for it. So I, I, I actually crawled under the fence. I waded through the creek and got two soakers. Then I come up, and I'm crawling on my hands and knees all the way to this kind of a berm that kind of like got plowed mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I'll just, at first I was going to stand up by a tree and, and, but then I thought, nope, crawl up to the, you know, the berm. And, and so I lit, put the barrel of the shotgun over the top and I poked my head up and there's this big bunch of turkeys, but they're about 60 yards away. 
and it was like almost like fate. The um, one turkey, a big one, starts walking away from the group in my direction. Oh. And it got to about 30 yards away, and you're supposed to shoot him in the head, right? Well, you try to. And I got a pheasant load, which is still pretty good. Still, I had a fio- fiochi golden yeah. pheasant I had. And uh, anyway, it, it didn't really put its head up to give me a clear target. It kind of had its head kind of down or something. It was kind of... Finally, I just kind of put the bead on the top of the bird. I couldn't res- I, I blasted him. Mm-hmm. And it was great, man. He just folded up. Just boom, folded yeah. up. And it's funny, all the other turkeys, they didn't know what the heck had just happened. <laughs> They're all standing. They'd been kind of like huddled. I think yeah. they weren't even feet. They were like yeah. sitting like rocks with yeah. their heads down in the wind. Yeah. They all stood up with their heads high, yeah. all looking as I'm walking towards that turkey. I could have blasted at another one if I'd wanted. Really? They were like in really? shock. Yeah. They don't know what a yeah. turkeys don't know what a, a gun no, blast they is. They're not deer tend to run. Yeah. Turkeys don't know what the heck just happened. Now what Bushy's holding is one side of the turkey feathers of this is a wing, a, a wing feathers. And I'm yeah. going to give this to my buddy, uh, wife Teresa. She's an artist and she likes feathers, so I got turkey feathers for her. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't know it. You know, you know, listening it's, to the show right. It's now. funny when I used to have my bait shop. There was this one lady who would come in all the time, and she would. Uh, uh, well, she was a nurse, but she also did uh, wildflower arrangements, okay? Yeah. And she said, hey, if you ever get any pheasant feathers, I would love pheasant feathers right. to put in these flower arrangements, you know? So I remember I would always save turkey feathers for her. I mean, uh, pheasant feathers. Pheasant feathers, And then yeah. she would stick them in these arrangements, and, and that would look nice, you know? Yeah, and this, I wanted to get a big goblet. This was a uh, a hen, but it was a 13-pound. It was a pretty pretty yeah. big size hen. Yeah. Yeah, so I cut out the breasts, yeah. and I got the the leg, the legs, and the thighs. Yeah, the thighs. Legs, yeah, the thighs. Uh, my buddy Arizona Joe came by when I was in the parking lot cleaning it yesterday, mm-hmm. and I you was cleaning it in the parking lot over yeah, there in the back of my Feather, truck. Feathers flying all over. There's, there's, listen, <laughs> there's feathers blowing all over Pewaukee right now. If you're ice fishing on Pewaukee Lake on the east end, and a feather blows by, that was mine. So anyway, uh, um. I was going to leave the legs, and he goes, no, 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 no. And he grabbed and wrangled the legs. He says, Mm -hmm. there's lots of meat on this. So uh, I'm going to be cooking them. My brother did his turkey breast. He blasted a turkey about last week. Um, And he uh, he soaks them in Bushy's backwood sauce. And he he says, it's on the grill. He says, it's great. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking I'm going to have those on the grill, Mm -hmm. my friend, in the Bushy's backwoods marinade. Uh, He had a funny turkey story, too. He... uh, he sat on a field and decided he wasn't going to see any turkeys either. And so he decided to go walk into some evergreens up by Oshkosh. And the turkeys were in there. And he thought he could see one's head clear enough. And he shot. But he didn't see the turkey go down. So he just rushed them. He he charged full speed running towards these turkeys. And he, and he figured that the turkeys would be confused and they'd scatter. And that's what happened. Turkeys were scattering everywhere. Some of them frozen in shock. They didn't know what was going on with this crazy man running at them. And finally, he picked one one out between the opening of a couple trees and blasted it. Who huh. got his turkey? So he shot a head and turkey that's a, too. That's a different method than yeah, what I've said, read about. He said I decided to just rush them, and sure, a lot of them will run away, but there's going to be a few of them that are the the stragglers and not quite. They're the dull little yeah. Johnnies of the group who yeah. didn't quite catch on quite as quick. And he blasted a turkey. He blasted a turkey as well. But here's the rest of the story. So after getting two soakers and walking back with my turkey, I'm all proud. Mm-hmm. I walk back through the marsh onto the field towards my truck. 
Look over towards that, you know, deer blind where I had been yeah. waiting for eight yeah. hours over the last two right. days. Guess what I saw all around that blind? Turkeys. Turkeys, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I could have just sat in the blind. And they were coming out right before dark. Yeah. So yeah. my mistake the night before was I'd probably left too early too then. Too early, yeah. Yeah, right. and those sons exactly. of guns were coming out. But you know what? I rather would have got them this way. I rather I would have preferred to wade through Makes a creek for a better story. and crawl on my hands yeah. and knees and just hope that when... You know, because when I was crawling, I couldn't see the turkeys for a couple of minutes. You had to just hope they were still there when I mm-hmm. finally arrived to my destination. So, yeah, I put, that, I put the ninja-like stock on those sons of guns, <laughs> and they lost. Danny Bush the, Blasted nin- a the turkey. ninja. You know, it's pretty cool. I can see how people get into shooting turkeys because, yeah. blam, and the turkey goes down flopping. That's a big bird, too, you know. Not a bad those size. Are, those, those toms, you know, oh, like, they, get, they get 10 pounds. Imagine shooting like a 25-pound well, tom. Yeah, I know. They, they're big, yeah. They get in the 20s. I didn't put in for, I always forget to put in for the spring turkey permit. Mm-hmm. Now, this was a fall turkey permit with leftover ones. Mm-hmm. So my brother told me that a lot of times there's leftover ones for spring too. And I guess when you call them and you get, and you, and you get, you get them that way, it's cool. Although he's got, he took a couple of bunch of turkey feathers and he made like this fake kind of like uh fan tail of a Tom Turkey. Mm-hmm. It's giant. And he holds it out in front of him. It covers him up. Right. Oh, okay. And yeah. he said, it's, 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 he laughs when he does it. It's almost like cheating. You see these big Toms in a field, right? And you crouch down and put that in front of you and start walking towards them. And I said, do you have to crawl? He goes, no, you can just crouch. And they come running towards you. <laughs> they come running towards you. And he says he's literally laughing. Oh, it's geez. this big old gobbler's running. And when it gets close, he just pops a barrel of the shotgun over the feathers and blam, blasts them. That's funny. <laughs> I got to well, try that, man. That's got to that, be fun. That sounds like a hell of a tactic. We gotta uh, we gotta take a break, but right after the break, we're gonna have the NFL football picking contest. Where you that's brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub. All you gotta do is tie or beat us, and you get a ten dollar gift certificate to Curly's. And I guarantee that's easy. So call right now, be a contestant in that. And after the seven thirty break and uh, Greg's update, uh, we're gonna maybe get into a little ice fishing. I got a real good spot to tell you. It's really easy to get to. Not a lot of walking involved. We'll be we'll be telling you about that. But coming up next is the NFL football picking contest. So call right now, 414-799-1250. It is now time. From the Interstate Heating Studios comes to you live the NFL Football Picking Contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub on beautiful Pewaukee Lake. All right, Greg, take it away. All right, we have Brian on the line. Yeah. Good morning, guys. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, thank you. Same to you, Brian. All right. Recap of last week. Bushy. Coming back from the grave. With a 3-0 and week. Ooh, yeah, coming back baby. strong. Coming back strong. Brings his season total to 24-29. and 29. Wow. Still time to make a comeback. Still okay. time. Yeah, yeah. Tom went 2-1 and one for a record, season record of 26-27. I went 2-1 and one as well 
for a season record of 30 and 23. Insurmountable. And Mike, the caller, went 3 and 0 with Bushy. Ooh. To bring the caller's season record to 27 and 26. Our wow, callers are doing good this year. Brian, you got a lot to live up to. Yeah, you do, Brian. And this week we're going to have two college games and two NFL games. All right. We're going to start off with the college football playoff. First game is Washington versus Alabama, which is today at 2 o'clock. Brian, Alabama is giving Washington 14 points. We got. I'm going to take Washington in the 14. I think they have a chance to really beat Alabama outright, and I don't think Alabama's faced the defense like that all year. All right. Tom? Uh, I'm going to go with the Crimson Tide. I'll go Alabama. Bushy? Boy, oh boy, oh boy. It's a lot That's of a, points. It is a lot of points. Um, I'll go with Alabama. And I will go with Oh, it's <laughs> a tough I, one. It, it is tough. It, one. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a big point. Yeah. This spread. one's going to be a, a close one at first, but then I see Alabama busting it loose at the yep. end. I agree. I don't think Washington is it's as good hang. As, as I'm going to go with Alabama as well. Second game on the docket is Ohio <laughs> State versus Clemson. Ohio State is giving Clemson two and a half. Brian, who you got? I'm going to take Clemson. I think they're going to make up for last year. All right. And Brian, I agree with you. I think Clemson, uh, I think they, they got, they, I mean, they're both good teams, but I think uh, Clemson is a little bit better. I think I'm going to go with Clemson, yeah. Bushy. Ohio. And I am going to go with Clemson as well. Wow. I think Clemson is better than Ohio State. Wow. I'm, Great minds think alike. Yeah. Right? I'm going against all you guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now we are on to the NFL. Two NFC North matchups, all in-division games. Chicago is at Minnesota. Minnesota is giving Chicago six. Brian, what say you? I'm going to take the Vikings minus the six. Uh, I think they uh, want to redeem themselves from last week. All right, Tom? I'm going to go with those lovable, cuddly bears south of the border. Yeah, I'm going to go with the bears. I think they're going to hang with them. What's the point spread? Minnesota six. is giving a six. Minnesota is giving six. Yeah, I'll go with the Bears. And I'll go with Brian, and I will take Minnesota. Final game for the whole NFL season, regular season, is Green Bay at Detroit, Sunday night, 725. Green Bay is giving Detroit three. Brian? That being said, I'm going to take the Packers on the road uh, to finish strong. All right. Tom? Well, <laughs> I was going to try to say something funny here, but I'm not. I'm just going to definitely go with the Packers. You, you know what, Brian? You can call the Packers butter because they're on a roll. <laughs> you like that one, huh? <laughs> no, he didn't. Jeez. But, 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 yeah. <laughs> jokes from like the 40s or something. <laughs> there was a guy on ESPN you, that said it all the time. Yeah, you, was guys, there? you guys yeah. love it. Anyway, okay. Danny, who do you got? Well, the Dan Bush rule of thumb is that if it's within three points and it's a close point spread, and you go with the, the home team, which is Detroit. 
Detroit do have a good defense. Uh, so I'm going with Detroit. Oh. All right. Detroit don't have any defensive backs because no. they're all hurt. So I'm going to yep. go with Green Bay. Yep. Yeah. You didn't know about that, huh? Yeah. They're, what? Their defensive backs are as bad as ours. Lombardi <laughs> is coming back. Lombardi. Well, they called him out of retirement. Well, Brian, good luck. Thank you. I appreciate it. Happy New Year to all you guys. Same to Thanks, you. Buddy. Bye now. All right. Well, Brian's in there. The picks are locked in for the week. And hermetically sealed yeah. in a mayonnaise jar. On Funkin' Wagnall's porch. <laughs> right? Was that Jenna yeah. Carson? Yeah. On Funkin' Wagnall's porch. Is that what he said? Yeah, you're right. The hermetically sealed in a mayonnaise jar on Funkin' Wagnall's porch. Yep. It's all set. I like the great Karnak. Yeah, I think, uh, no, I, I definitely think the, 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 what do you call it, uh, the Packers, uh, I think they're going to handle this one. I think they'll handle it without a problem. It might not matter. When the game starts, if Washington loses, the Packers are in regardless. Is that right? Yeah. So if Washington Washington loses tonight. And who are they playing? The Giants. Oh. So if Washington loses, I'm sorry, not tonight. If Washington loses tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. The Packers are in already. As a wild card. Nope. No. Right now the Packers lead the division. Right now the Packers are ahead of the Lions in the division. They have the same record. Right, 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 right. So... But if if Washington loses to the Giants, the Packers make the playoffs regardless. It's even, if they, not... even if they lost to Detroit and Correct. lost the division, they'd be in as a wild They'd card. be in as a wild card. How, yeah, about, vice, said, how yeah. about vice versa? If Washington loses, does that mean if Detroit loses the division to the Packers, then Detroit's the wild card? Correct. Oh, oh really? Yes. So if Washington loses either team tomorrow... They're playing for They're... home field advantage and bragging rights. Correct. Yeah. So Ooh. if... If, well, you're a sports – you know, you can tell he's a yeah. producer at a major sports studio. <laughs> yeah. So if Green Bay wins – Right, right. We'll just say Washington loses. Yeah. Green Bay wins, they'll face the Giants at home. Okay. The first matchup. If the Packers lose and they're the sixth seed, they will take on either the Atlanta Falcons or the Seattle Seahawks, depending on how their games go. Wow. At their stadium. At not, their stadium. not at the Packers. Correct. Okay. Yeah, if, if – the Packers lose to Detroit. Yeah. They will have no home pass, right, no right. no home games. What if Washington wins and the Packers lose to Detroit? Does that mean Washington, Washington's a wild card, Detroit, correct. and we're out? Correct. So if Washington wins and we lose, we're out. Yeah, correct. right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cheeseheads uh, worldwide would, would be, be would, weeping. They would be. Openly. You know, speaking of football and betting and odds and all that, you remember how John used to bet? Football games? He didn't bet. It was purely no, for it, it was just, recreational no, yeah. purposes. But what he would do is entertainment. He, that yeah, guy he was. was calling. No, it was, was like a not friendly a real person. Just like just like no. those penny machines and all the bars are for entertainment. Inter- yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. But this <laughs> entertainment <laughs> yeah. purpose. But yeah. this is what he would do, Greg. He would take all all games that week and bet the over. Bet the same amount, you know, like a buck or two or whatever. But take the over in every one, and then the following week, take the under in every one. You know, one week he'd be uh, maybe a few games down. Uh, one week he'd be a few games up. Now that, <laughs> I mean, it was like no rhyme or reason. That reminds me of another funny John Lehman <laughs> story here. Uh, years ago, he and this guy named Mark, who used to live next to him, he rented in John's house, uh, one of John's houses that he owned. Him and Mark, unbeknownst to Lowy, take off and go to the casino in the middle of a summer day. They mm-hmm. just take off and head down to Pottawatomie. John loses $2,000, right? And Mark loses $2,000. And John has to get the money off his credit card to cover it all, right? 
So Lowy sees this $4,000 bill on the credit card yeah. statement. Well, in the meantime, this Mark guy, he stiffed John for not only that money, but for a month's rent, and he skips town. He left the house altogether. Really? The house right across from the waterfront. Yeah, yeah. He left everything in there. He left all his stuff. I'm still wearing a camel hunting hunting coverall that was that from he this Mark there. guy. Yeah. He uh and he stiffed other people he had borrowed some oh, money from. Man. So he stiffs John. So now John has to come up with a cover story for this four thousand dollars, right? So John tells Lowy that uh, he and Mark were going in on some antique decoys, some duck decoys, and that this money was for these duck decoys that Mark was supposed to buy, but then Mark skipped town with the decoys and never got them to him. So Louie, all these years, thought it was the duck decoys. <laughs> I told her last week. Yeah, did you really? <laughs> Figure she's not going to get too mad at him now. Yeah, I don't know. It was this week. I, I don't think she ever, she goes, I hated that guy. Duck de-. I said, those, those weren't duck decoys. <laughs> they went to the casino. Well, she can still be mad at the guy for skipping town. Uh, well, and that still, guy, yeah. And pay, not guy. paying John back for yeah, their definitely. So did their they gambling. just hawk everything that was in the apartment? Yeah, they pretty much uh, took and hawked stuff. everything. Yeah. He owed my buddy Jerry some money. And yeah, and they just pretty much hawked everything. And somebody said, Hey, do you want this? It's 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 not expensive. It's kind of a camel coverall, lightly yeah, lined. Yeah, yeah. But for winter, you can put a bunch of stuff under, and sure. if you're going to go walk through, don't mind getting something. I don't think I've ever washed it in 20 years. Um, <laughs> I, that's one of my many, many myriads of hunting suits that uh, that uh, I sometimes wear in the winter when I'm trudging along. But yeah, that was part of the, those spoils. Wow. Yeah, another John. Yeah, John had all the bad habits. Yeah. That's what well, made him such a great guy. Yeah, he could talk about anything with anybody. He did all the things (laughs) that their wives hate them for. And more. And with that, we're going to go to a break. We'll be back in just a little bit, so stay tuned with Dan and Tom and Greg uh, here on 105.7 FM, The Fan, presented by the Interstate Heating people out there in Sussex. So we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Interstate Heating Studios. While Bushy's texting uh, his buddy Woody, (laughs) you can, uh, he was waiting for his commercials, Danny, but they won't be on until next week. Mike McGivern was on vacation. That's the commercials that you'll be hearing for Woody's uh, maple bourbon cream or Woody's honey bourbon cream it's great by itself or in coffee or making drinks with it you know so craig's got the whole bottle down now yeah he's keep pounding there buddy hey uh funny story you're talking about turkeys and birds before Mm -hmm. um anyway uh funny story with john lehman years ago he had two guys working for him and Mm -hmm. uh Corey and bo and there was these white ducks swimming around the lake. And John said to him, those, those white ducks, those are invasive. Those aren't native ducks. Those aren't natural. Somebody let those ducks go. He says, I want you to get those ducks. 
So one day they got a, a giant landing net, a musky net, and they managed to net one of the white ducks. So John has, has Corey go out back behind the, the, they get it, it's squawking, it's going crazy. So John has him run behind the musky shop and he says, you got to break the neck. You got to grab it and swing it around. So he's trying to swing this duck around to break the neck. Duck's going crazy. And John keeps going, no, no, you got to swing it harder. Swing it more. So finally, they supposedly kill the duck. He goes, okay, now take my truck. He had this old beater Dodge truck. Mm -hmm. He says, take my truck. I want you to drive it across town. And there's a guy who will clean it for me. Okay. (laughs) So there's Corey and Bo driving down the main drag in Pewaukee by the beach. And all of a sudden, the duck comes to life. The duck comes to life in the front seat of the truck. And it's going crazy. Oh, I remember And they're this driving now. through yeah. the... T- and, yeah. and Corey's... Bo's telling Corey, hold the duck down, hold it down. And they're, they're trying so nobody sees them driving through with this wild white <laughs> duck going crazy in the front seat. Oh, man. Who do you got? Who's that first caller there? We have Joe and Dowsman. Yeah. Good morning, Joe. How are you this morning? Oh. Good, Tom. How you guys doing? Good, good. What's on your mind? Hey, I call in every once in a while and let you guys know about some updates with the uh, Fox River Christian Church, minister, the sportsman's ministry there. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got our annual pheasant hunt coming up next weekend. Um, uh, I, actually, I just spoke with Jim and just want to double check and make sure. So unfortunately, uh, for all the listeners and everything, all the spots are filled. But always want to you know, give you guys a call and give you an update and let you know what's going on. And as usual, invite you guys out to try some of those world-famous pheasant poppers that I make. Oh, yeah. Well, those, those are good. Pheasant poppers uh, are mm-hmm. awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get those things marinating the night before, wrap them in bacon, we throw them on the grill, and as the guys come out of the field, uh, we have that. We have some venison you know, that we grow up as well and have those available for the guys. But, but the shoot is all filled up, huh? Oh, go on. Yeah, well, that's good for you. That's good. That's good. I was hoping to be able to throw that out there and, you know, maybe have a few of the listeners, uh, you know, book a spot if they had wanted. But, you know, the, the, the hunt is growing and we're in Valley to do a great job taking care of us and everything and, are you guys um, are you guys doing the tower thing or are you doing the actual in the fields with the dogs hunting? You know, this uh for this one we do out in the fields. Okay. But then they also do uh it's usually a little bit later on in the winter here. Uh you know, Jim sets up a, a tower hunt for the guys too. Mm-hmm. And go out and do that. And that's that's one I haven't done yet, but I've heard it's just a blast. Well, so you got the word is. out there. So <laughs> all right. Well thanks for calling. Yep. Take care, guys. Appreciate it. Bye now. Yep. Bye. All right. And who else you got there, Greg? Tom, I was going to ask him where oh. it's held at in the time. Well, he stuff. said at Warren Valley, but it's time? all it's all filled. Yeah, but he it's invited filled. for the poppers afterwards. No, he invited us. I know us. When am when am I supposed to be there? Oh, whenever you want. I, well, he did what? say when, but when? I, I can't remember when. Well, I was going to ask him again. <laughs> well, call back. I was Jim. checking my phone, and I'll send you. Sorry. Call yeah, back, at the end, you all's going on. What yeah. time and yeah. date? Call, and, okay, and, call back and tell us what time so Bushy knows when to be poppers. there. All right. And who do you got there? We have Shar in Waukesha. Hey, good morning, Shar. How are you today? Well, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Uh, hey, Shar. What's up? Yeah. I just called to say that Keith and I are very saddened by John's passing. Yeah. Aren't we he all? Was, um, 
Yeah, he was a larger than life kind of a guy, and well, he loved everybody. He loved yeah. the 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 cakes and pies you would bring over to the musky shop. He loved those. Oh, I I know, but I just am so sad that he passed. Keith too, and I just wanted to call and give our condolences to Lowy and uh, Sarah and Mark. So what can you say, right? That's right. You'll have to send them a card direct because Louie's never listened to our show. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, you'll have to send her something. Ever. Ever. Ever, ever. ever. No. Yeah. No, she's never listened. Neither does Mark. And and, and my wife has never, he, she's never heard any of my shows in the last 26 years. Ever. <laughs> she watch you on TV? Only if I, somebody said I did something dumb. Well, then she and watched then, a lot. Then of she watched shows. a lot. <laughs> all right, thanks, Char. Uh, you know why she huh? don't listen? It's because she hears you all the time. Well, that's what she said. She says, "What do I gotta listen to you for? I listen to your crap all the time." You know, so that's right. right. All right, Char. Oh, thanks okay, for calling. A, okay, okay. Bye bye-bye. now. So, Jim, if you're listening, call us again. So, give Bushy the the time and the date. Now, if a woman had their own show, yeah. do you think the husband would be watching all the time? Probably know. to see, make sure no other guys were hitting on their woman. I don't know. You think I don't so? Know. I don't know. See, yeah, I don't know. My wife, like I said I, on my segments on Outdoor Wisconsin, sometimes she'd watch, sometimes she wouldn't. You know, I mean, it was like, eh, what, did you do something dumb or do something anything good? <laughs> you know, so I don't. You know, I I think it's different when you know when you're living with somebody. You know, they yeah. see you all the time. It's like uh, I don't need to hear more fishing talk. Probably. You know, yeah, because, you know, talk that all the Did time. Did your wife ever you know? go hunting or fishing with you in the she, dating years? She never went uh, hunting, but she did go fishing with me several times. You know, I'll tell you one. When when we were dating. And then they marry you and quit. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Well, one time when we they were. they got you. Yeah, when we were dating, it was her girlfriend and her and me. We were out at Nagawicka and uh, off of where Beavers used to be, which used to be Casey's, where they used to rent the boats, you know. And I'm we're I'm we're all on sitting on a bucket, right? And then uh, the two girls they said, "Oh, we're gonna go sit in the car. We're cold." Oh, okay, fine. So they walk back to the car. Next thing I notice, I see my car driving away. Oh, where the, they come back like an hour later. They went over to the restaurant, which is now a Perkins. I forget what it used to be. They went over there and had something to eat, warmed up over there, then came back. You know, I thought they were leaving me for good, but uh, yeah, it's you know, yeah, we we, we you know we. She went a few times, but my wife's idea of fishing was going to a spot, dropping the anchors, and getting out like a picnic basket and just waiting for the fish to come to us. Right. As I got a little bit more attuned to fishing, I said, no, dear, we have to go to the fish. We can't wait for them to come to us. So, And she didn't like that. She didn't like all that running around. We got to go to one last break, Danny. One last one? Yeah, and we got one more segment coming up. Uh, and I did promise to tell people about that hot spot fish, ice fishing spot that's short walk, easy to get to. And I, I promise I will tell them that right after this break. All right? Okay. All right. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 1250 AM and on 1057 FM, The Fan. It's the final countdown. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Yeah, well, we in have Interstate Heating yes. Studios. Right. Uh, we have Dennis Royce, our Boulder Junction connection on the line. 
Good morning, Dennis. Good morning, guys. How the heck are you? Ah, we're fine. You got nice weather up there? Nice and it's cold? Of, nice and cold and a lot of snow finally, and and we can use some more, but the snow wheelers are happy, the fishermen are happy, and the cross-country skiers, and they're ready for winter activities, so it's great. And we've got the races coming up in Eagle River in a couple of weeks, so there's a lot going on What What races are those? The snowmobile races? Snowmobile races at the Eagle River Park uh, at the uh, race stadium. So okay. There's a lot going on, and, and I'm wearing uh, the Cutting Edge Outdoors hat today in tribute to John, so... Well, you should wear that hat every day. I do wear it just about every day. <laughs> I wear it quite often. People say, what is that? I, I thought, you don't know about the show. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I, I call a radio show, and I, I don't identify it all the time. So Right, right, but, right. Uh, no, I'm. Uh, uh, everybody's pleased, and the fishing's been pretty good. The walleye action has been excellent lately, and, and uh, they're getting some nice panthers. So mm. Things are looking up, and there are a lot of people up here right now, which is good. Well, that's good. That's good. You guys need that tourism up there. That's what we operate on is the tourism, and we're going to continue to do that, and it won't be long, and the snow will be melting, and we'll be thinking about sports shows again. So That's true. They're not that far away. Not that no, far away. No, time is blown by quick. So yeah. I just wanted to say hello and good morning, and again, uh, we're going to miss John, and he was always a quiet man, never said too much, and sat off to the corner there, but... <laughs> yeah, that's well. At times he did that. Yes. Yeah. At times, not many times. Not though. many times. All right, Dennis. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one. Take it care, care. now. Bye now. Uh, I was gonna tell everybody about uh, you know over in Pewaukee Lake. Now there's a number of different areas, but this is just one okay. spot yep. where if you can park by the beach and you can walk out from the beach area because you know they cut those weeds, Danny, for the beach, and yep. there's a beautiful yep. weed line out there in about five six feet of water. Beautiful weed line where you can set up your tip-ups tip on the edge and jig on the edge for panfish and tip-ups. People will catch walleyes and northern pike there as well, especially walleyes, which is a lot of people think that, boy, that east end, there's no walleyes there. It's too shallow, too weedy. No, no, walleyes are in there too. But uh, that's a real easy spot to get to, especially if you got kids, you know, because you can park. You, you don't have to walk that far. You know, you go out there, you set up your, you can even set up your tip up, sit in your car and watch them. There you were know? a ton of cars parked outside the Muskie shop yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, and people going out onto yep, the ice. Yep. Everybody's anxious. A lot now of the, shanties out there. Now, yeah. the report that I got is that there's about five to eight inches of ice on uh, some of the bays and small lakes, but stay away from the deeper basins, of course. Right. right. Uh, you can call uh, Dick Smith's bait shop if you want, and they might have more specific information on some of the specific lakes. Uh, apparently, the rain that we got, though, helped because it melted a lot of the snow, mm -hmm. and now we should be making good ice. Yes, with exactly. the cold weather. But yep. use creepers so you don't kill yourself. <laughs> Creepers are very important. If, and if you're listening you don't know what a creeper is, it's some kind of metallic object on the bottom of your shoes so that you don't slip and it's, fall on your it's butt A creeper is Tom with a trench coat and a bag of Tootsie Rolls at a park. <laughs> That's a creeper, all right. <laughs> oh, I got to get me a trench coat. That would be cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, uh, we got four minutes left of the show. A couple, uh, couple minutes left. Uh, yeah, a couple minutes now, left. Now, early season lakes for fish, other than 
what, what would you suggest? Oh, oh, for- there's so many. Oh, we have we are blessed with so many lakes around us, you know, in close proximity. Right, right. And you can always find a, a, a shallow bay somewhere, you know. I mean, granted, some places you might not want to walk out to, like you said, the deep areas and that. Right. Might not have as much ice, but uh, there's so many different lakes all over the place here. I talked to a guy at a gas station of all places. He goes, the fishermen. And I said, no, I'm going up hunting. And uh, he uh, he was going up, uh, heading up north, and he's got some, some lake. I forget the name that he told me. And he gets monster bluegills this time of year. I'll tell Real you. big ones in shallow water. Yeah. You know, oh, this is uh, the special song that yeah, we're playing today, yeah. Which I love uh, you know, it's funny, like, there's a lot of lakes in southeastern Wisconsin that are, are, are uh, non-motorized lakes. You can't yep. take an outboard on them. And they're little lakes, 30, 50, maybe 80 acres. Those lakes are gems So you would in the say, wintertime. like, the smaller lake. How about, like, the Genesee lakes? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, so, Some of those smaller lakes. Yep. Yeah, and I, I've been on a few. I've been, uh, uh, what's our friend's names with that guide service? Um, uh, uh, oh, I Joe's can't. Guide Service. No, I can't think. They do the hunting and fishing, and they they call it, they go on Lake Michigan too. Yeah, the Wolfpack guys. Pat I, Kilmerton uh, and the Wolfpack. Kelmer, that's it. Pat, Pat Kilmerton. I did a TV show with him on a little lake up by Sheboygan. What a little hot spot! Nailed I mean, some, huh? Oh God, yeah. You know, dandy fish and all that. But anyway, well, and my friend Troy Peterson, Mister Bluegill, mm-hmm. he nails a bunch of big, big panfish, yeah. early season ice. Yeah. So I guess in the next couple of weeks, will be time to get out yeah. hunting. Yeah, we got some hunting going on. Coming up, I shot a turkey, and uh, we got the it's holiday awesome. hunt going now. Yeah. But you know, we we're gonna keep doing the show as usual. It's still gonna be informative, hopefully humorous, wacky, and all that. The only thing is, we're not gonna have John here. You know, which is sad. We're not going to have him sitting right over there. You know, the one the one thing we will continue with though is, God bless, stay free. Of course. And John yeah. meant it. John meant it from his heart. Yep. Uh, typically, we end the show with the uh, Kid Rock song, and we'll be back to that next week. But I kind of thought about doing it something a little different. This was uh, from a movie years ago where the hero goes away vanquished yet victorious. Mm-hmm. And everybody raising a fist in the air in tribute. And John kind of left us the same way. He vanquished yet victorious. He fought the cancer. He fought the good fight. And uh, I raise a fist uh, in honor to my friend John right now. And uh, with that, I think I'm out of here. Yeah. And for uh, in memory of John Lehman, he's Danny Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. And we'll see you next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.